Hello Super Johnny, hello Super Trevor, it's me, Mario, woohoo, mamma mia, you guys, you're number one, woohoo, see you in my games, aha. This is a heated battle. This is intense, Johnny. There's one of those weird monsters over there. Oh, I got it. I got it. Oh, we uh, dropped the coin. I'm gonna go grab that coin. Got it. Quick, got it. Grabbing the coins, you're gonna get yourself killed. Trevor, check out this coin. Is that a sweet coin? Uh, this is a battle, man. What are you doing? Oh, there's a frog right behind you. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Good to hear you. Okay, hey, I'll be right back. Go grab that coin. Got it. I'm tired of saving you to get the stupid coins. But now Wait. I got two coins instead of no coins. Oh, watch out. It's two of the frogs. Oh, <laughs> oh man, that's two coins. I'll be right back. Oh, here we go. Oh, check out these two coins, Trevor. Oh, man, this is the greatest You are ridiculous. You're gonna, you're literally gonna get yourself killed collecting coins. Ah, uh, you're, you're being over dramatic. We need this money. This is important money. Uh, I need it. I'm gonna go over here and shoot oh, this Oh, it's guy. a laser robot. Oh. <laughs> Trevor. Are you just gonna leave the coin? Trevor. What? I went for the coin, but look at, look at this. Oh. It got me. Oh, my goodness. You're, you got me. Your gut is totally... Open. This is like saving Private Ryan. I can't, I can't feel anything. Oh, I just fell to the ground. Johnny, your, your greed has got you. Do you have any last words? Yes, I do, Trevor. Leave us with something to remember you about. Take all my money. Okay, give it to the poor. And leave it to me. I want you to bury me with it. You jerk. Ugh. Oh, he's dead. I'll fight on in his honor. Take that, frog. Johnny wouldn't just leave that coin there. Johnny would go get it, but I don't know what to do. So torn. Oh, no. oh, oh, I wasted too much time trying to decide what Johnny would do. I'm not going to make it. Just bury me with my favorite podcast, Retro uh, Blist. Listening to Retro Blist, your one-stop shop for blissful times. I just remembered Johnny wanted me to sing us in. I didn't say sing us in. I said bring us in. Oh, I thought you said sing us in. I thought you were tired of me always singing us in. I, I was going to let you do it however you wish. How about I did like a country singing us in, like right, country re- music? All right, rewind and go. Yeah. Retro Blist was my favorite pickup truck, but my dog ran away. So I'm gonna lose myself in retro games. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that was brought a tear to my beer. As yeah, that one song said. You got a tear in your beer. Yeah, there's a tear in my beer. I think it's out wet. Believe it or not, folks, this is a retro video game podcast. That's right. Wait, you mean we don't go singing for a living? No. Oh, why not? And that opening skit was the only skit of the episode.
That's right. Small mercies. You're welcome. So we review a new retro game. New retro. That's just, mm-hmm. what's an oxymoron? You don't need to call me that. I do every day. But uh, we review a retro game every week, and we discuss it, let you know if it holds up. That's right. That's yeah. what we do here on Retroplaced. And we appreciate everyone listening and joining in. Mm-hmm. Trevor, let's say for whatever ridiculous reason, mm-hmm. I happen to like this here show, and I want to support it financially. How would I do that? Well, first you can seek professional help. Yeah, that's but then perfect. you can go to Patreon.com, search for Retroblist, give as little as a dollar, and you'll get access to all the bonus audio content, which that's is right. reviews of more modern games we wouldn't normally cover and topics we don't normally discuss on the show. That's right. It's more of our yeah. it's our wild, encompassing video. Most of them will be video game themed, if not yeah. all. We might get a little edgier. We really haven't so far. Oh, oh you know what oh, that man. means? Yeah, we'll pull up one of our pants legs. I don't that, know where to go from there. Is that what that means? Yeah, that's what I do when I'm yeah. being edgy. I show a little leg. Speaking of edgy, ladies, trying to change the subject desperately. Um, <laughs> Look at this leg. I feel like this is my fault somehow. Um, <laughs> nice and smooth. soldiers of fortune. Yes, soldiers fortune. of fortune. Soldiers of fortune is the game we're playing today. That's right. We're playing the Sega Genesis version. Uh, developed by Bitmap Brothers and published by Renegade in 1993, which puts this in the later era of the Sega Genesis. Which is a little surprising to me. Yeah. Does this game, it was also came out for the SNES, right? Yes, and it's actually based on, uh, oh, what's it called? Chaos Engine. Oh. Chaos Engine, I think is the name of it. Uh, for the Amiga and some other systems. Mama Amiga. And then it got translated for the Genesis and SNES. And I think they actually took out one of the characters that was a preacher and turned it to the scientist. Oh, really? And then released it as Soldiers of Fortune. Okay. Which is kind of funny because, let's just get into it. Yes. When we turned this game on, I thought, wait a minute, this is like a steampunk thing. Yeah, it definitely has a steampunk, uh, what would you call that? Vi- Feel, uh, vibe, story. Look to it, yeah. It's, it's it's not what I expected from the title or really even the box. I mean, does that does it really look steampunk to me? No, it doesn't. It looks really weird. <laughs> But yeah, so obviously neither one of us actually had any uh, prior experience with this game. That's right, none at all. But I do have the cartridge here in front of me and the box. Um, do you want me to read the little synopsis from the box? Let me set you up. High risk, high pay, deadly play. Yes, as the back of the box says for the Sega Genesis, it's eight miles of bubbling mud pits to the compound. Once aside, you're up against the deadly chaos engine. Well, there you go. It has the power to create any kind of trap, any type of monster. If you can make it back, you'll never need to work again. Oh, good. Going solo would be lethal. Who to take? The thug and a sawed-off? That mercenary with a Gatling gun? Hmm. Be sure to take the right cover, man, because this could either be your last day of work or your last day of life. Oh, ho, 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 ho. It features... oh here we go. 16 megs of screaming, shooting them all action for one or two players. I always love how... Back in the day, especially, video games would describe their features. They yes. wouldn't just say, this has 16 characters. Yeah. <laughs> or this has what? Like six characters, I mean. Build your elite fighting team from six heavy hitters with custom arsenals. Labyrinths full of secret rooms, nightmarish monsters, and traps spawned by the Chaos Engine. And, most importantly, Johnny. Okay. A hard-rocking soundtrack with digitized speech. That's right. We'll get to that. Yep. We will get to that. So, what the back of the box doesn't really show you is this game is like super hardcore steampunk. Um, yeah, if you just look at the theme. box, you wouldn't you wouldn't even think steampunk at all. 
But the second you look it up, and even the menus in this game, yeah. very much give off that steampunk vibe. And if you know what steampunk is, I'm not going to go into detail, but basically think Victorian-era England, think both what, some modern technologies. A lot of times, the, the like the American West is thrown in with that. Yeah. It's, like it's all mixed together. To be honest with you, Firefly was sort of like steampunk. Yeah. It wasn't quite, but it was sort of that vibe. Also, the uh, Wild Wild West, that Will Smith movie based on the old TV show. And Doctor Who goes into steampunk pretty often. So, yeah. yeah, you probably know what it is, and we're just acting like idiots. Yeah, that's right. That's who, what we do. We really don't know as much as our listeners do. That's frankly. right. We never have, and nope. we never will. But Johnny, Trevor, if you couldn't tell from that uh, rousing synopsis, uh-huh. this is a shoot 'em up game. That's right. For one or two players, it's an overhead view like um, uh, Commando. Yeah. Um, Which is yeah. how I love to wear my underwear. Yeah, I can, I can uh, concur. <laughs> Every word I thought of was worse than that somehow. <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah, Trevor, when yeah. we booted this game up graphically. And we, while we were playing it, what did you think? Well, the first thing was what we said. I was like, whoa, this is steampunk, which was not a very common thing in 93. Right, yeah. Like the the menus, I mean, you got your characters with their big glasses, like your mad scientist. And uh, it was a pretty crazy presentation. Then once the game actually started, though, I don't know that I really got that vibe anymore. The, the graphics are, to me, it looks right at home for a shoot-em-up game on Genesis. Um, I think that's fair. I will say that it gets to a point after you play it for a while, no matter what world you're in, that it all kind of looks the same. Mm-hmm. And that's for better or for worse. That's kind of the deal, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't want to get a negative right off the bat, but the first world is like a forest and a swamp. Yeah. And it kind of set me up for a game with more varied levels. But as you go on, it kind of just becomes one labyrinth after another. Yeah. Which, it says it right on the back of the box, to be fair, but I, I'm i sorry, I can't help it. That has just never been my favorite kind of game. Exactly. I won't, I don't, like, we loved Zombies Ate My Neighbors, but the labyrinths and that felt more open and, and colorful. It really... Less confined. That's, I think it'll be a good game later on to compare this to. Yeah. So. But, but anyways, yeah. that's what we got. Graphically. Graphically, yeah. I think it, look, it looks fine. I'm I'm wondering how much better it looks on the SNES, to be honest. I don't know if I'd feel yeah. any different looking at it on there. I kind of doubt it. Well, I'll be honest. I was a little disappointed to see it was a 93 Genesis game. I thought maybe in 93 there were games that looked quite a bit better. Yeah. But this is based... This is a port. This was not made for the ground up for the Genesis. So that could be some of the reason. I don't... I, I would be curious if this looked better on the, the Amiga and... What other systems did it come out for? Oh, no, you already said it once. I didn't say it, because I didn't look. Atari ST, MS-DOS, etc. Oh, Atari, they're doing so good right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, the the look is fine. A little bit muddy. Yeah. Um, That's a good word for it. Yeah. Kind of muddish. <laughs> okay, it looks okay, though. It doesn't look terrible. You can still tell what everything is. Yeah. Which I guess is the most important thing. But... According to the back of the box, it has a hard-rocking soundtrack. It does say that on the back of the box, yeah. Trevor. However, when we hear and listen to the hard-rocking soundtrack, do you think, yeah, the box is correct. This soundtrack is indeed rocking. The very first thing you hear when you turn this game on, before the menu even pops up, I was like, what in the world? The music was so odd Yeah, for this kind of game. Not what I expected at all. Um, What's the game actually started... The music was fine. To be honest with you, I didn't love it or hate it. I don't know. It was a little <laughs> odd. <laughs> I kind of didn't. I didn't care for it. 
I didn't yeah. hate it. Like I'm not going to turn it off when I'm playing the game. But I didn't really care for it either. It's yeah. it didn't do anything for me. I really didn't feel it fit the game overall. If they're going for a steampunk vibe, I I don't feel this is steampunk music. Yeah. It's I don't know. You just kind of you just kind of got to listen to it yourself. I went through the sound test and it didn't feel like there were very many songs either. There may have been more. We didn't listen to them all, but you yeah. know. But each different song that I heard didn't sound very different from the one before it. I could agree with that. They 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 blend together a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've been way more negative than I mean to be, but I don't want to be negative because we're about to get into gameplay. This is a pretty tight game. But I kind of going to use that word muddy again. Yeah. The music kind of muddled together for me a little right, bit. Right, yeah. I don't like, know. Like, I'll give you this. The closest comparison that I'm thinking of music-wise would be the Aliens game that we played recently that you love the music to. However, oh, yeah. however, uh, I will say the Aliens music is much better than this one. To me, Aliens was atmospheric and had some moments that were just like unexpectedly catchy. But you know what I'm trying to say? Like the music's right. just kind of going for the same vibe in my opinion. I think they were going for the same vibe, yeah. yeah. But Aliens did a much better job. Yeah, I can agree with that. But the gameplay. This is a run-and-gun shooter action game. Over the top. Um, a, you shoot. B or C, use your special weapon if you collect them. Uh, the twist here is there are six characters. Is that right? Yeah. And each one has their own weapon and their own yeah. special. The the basic weapon is different for each one, and then the special weapon is different. Yeah. And they have different run speeds. They even start with different amounts of health. Um, But it's very... Uh, I don't know what that's called. Um, I mean, obviously, it doesn't use a joystick. It uses a D-pad. So it's it's kind of hard to shoot diagonally. Yeah. So it does this thing where if you hold the shoot button, you can kind of just rotate. Which is the easiest way to do yeah. it. Yeah. But then you can't move if you're holding down the shoot button. So, there's other games like that. I think Commando is one that I keep thinking of. That's how I, oh, I already use that joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. You already use that joke. Um, there's a lot of games that are like that. Akari yeah. Warriors, I think, was one that's similar. And a lot of men. A lot of men. Who wear their underwear that way. Um, and women. Wishing ate that Chinese sweet ahead of time. <laughs> it's going to it's, my brain. It's, it's hitting me. It's going to your brain and it's hitting me in the gut. <laughs> um, that kind of gameplay, though... I hate to say it again. It's not quite my cup of tea. I think it's, I think it's hurt by the fact that we're used to games now that use analog and use, uh, you know, joysticks. Yeah, which would be way easier on this type of game. Yeah, if you know what I'm saying. It's just tough to use a D-pad with a game that's requiring you to shoot like all around you. Yeah, like this one does. So there are plenty of times where I got hit by an enemy. And I didn't think I could have dodged it if I wanted to. Now, there were plenty of times, like in our skit, where it was my own fault because I was going after yes. the coins they dropped. I mean, it happened all the time. That but... skit was totally because we could not make it through this game because Johnny wouldn't leave the coins behind. It's and Mario's he was... fault. He's conditioned me to go after every coin possible. He would die over and over. I'm like, Johnny, there's two rules to this game. Yeah, get all the coins. Keep running. Oh, okay. And shoot. And then get all the coins. And he was not following either. No, I was getting all the coins, though. Yeah, he was. <laughs> But speaking of coins, that is another twist. The coins you collect, if you manage to beat a world, yeah, they like divide the levels into worlds. And if you beat a whole world, uh, you get to purchase... Well, actually, is before you even beat a world. It's like after two levels it lets you do this. <laughs> Sorry. I think, yeah. I think it's like in between... I don't know it's how they did it. At the halfway point in the yeah. world, maybe. But anyways, you can upgrade your character. Which is kind of a cool twist. Uh, you can buy more specials. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's... I, I like that part of it. It really reminded me of like RC Pro-Am in yeah. a way. Yeah. 
I kind of had the feeling they were trying to add almost a little RPG RPG element yes. to this. Yes, agreed. The other side of that is I kind of feel like both the storyline, which is kind of bonkers, Victorian era, steampunk stuff, mixed with this whole upgrade system, are kind of overselling the game a little bit because it is still a super simple run and gun shooter. Yeah. So I think maybe those things uh, are window dressing a little bit. I think so, but I did appreciate it. But I did appreciate it too. Yeah. And the important thing is the gameplay is solid. I mean, but like you said, when we died, it's usually because we're trying to shoot diagonally and we were getting shot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's solid. If you know what you're getting in for, those those over-the-head run-and-gun games, I would say it's as solid as any of them. But I prefer... I wasn't so much thinking analog stick. I was thinking I just flat-out prefer a 2D left-to-right contrast style. Yeah. That's just my preference. Well, I think that works better with the D-pad. Yep, you're right, yeah. yeah. You're right. This kind of game maybe was a little bit ahead of its time because... Well, in the arcade, it would have had a joystick, yeah, which works. But at home, I always thought they were a little bit iffy, trying to shoot eight directions with the D-pad. Right, exactly. But it's solid. Uh, the enemies are just robots and mutant frogs. and They do get tough, though, later on. Yeah. They get really tough. Uh, speaking of, probably my biggest negative with the game, because I do enjoy the gameplay. I prefer the left-to-right Contra style, but I do like this. My biggest negative is... The levels just started out so neat, like in the swamp and the forest. But then the more we played, they just felt kind of repetitive to me. Yeah, very much so. Uh, which is unfortunate because I just, I've said this before. One of my biggest things in games is just seeing what the next level looks like and wanting it to be different. Yeah. And I'm always disappointed when it's not that way. And I kind of felt that way about this. I have to agree with you 100%. Uh, also, the other thing I didn't like, this game is set up like this. If you play by yourself, it's going to give you a CPU guy, so there's always going to be two good guys on the screen. Yeah. No matter what. It's either going to be you and the CPU or you and your friend. <clears throat> yeah. And as Trevor's famously said before, if you listen to the show, you probably don't have any friends to play with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, that's that's the gist of it. However, the this game uses a password system to save, but... The gist is, if you're playing two-player, you don't get a password. Like, it doesn't... And you can't find any codes for two-player level select. Is that, or any that what stuff. it was? You yes. don't even get one with two players? I noticed that. Because remember, I thought that the score was the password at first. Yeah. But when you play by yourself, and you get to a certain point, you actually get a, a legit... It even says password. And it gives you a long password with numbers and letters and everything. Right. So two-player doesn't even give you a password. So huh. that is ridiculous to me. Because this is obviously set up for two players. See, I just thought it was because, spoiler alert, we didn't beat the whole world. We just beat the first three levels. Yes, like a boss, though. So you're saying, did you actually read somewhere you don't get passwords for two players? I mean, it makes sense. No, I noticed it because we played two player. We never got a password when we made it to a certain point. But when we played one player, But we didn't we make did. it to the second world. We only made it to like the fourth level, right? Right, but we got to the same point just playing by ourselves at one time because it said password right after it. Huh, yeah, you're right. Well... Maybe you don't get passwords with two-player. Because you can look online and find passwords for single-player. You're yeah, right. All huh. day long. Well, that being said, to me, this game is twice as good because you can play it two-player. And it's a total, absolute two-player game. So that's a shame if you don't get a password with two-player. Huh. Uh, yeah. Yep. That Yepper, makes sense yeppers. because the passwords, I think, save your health and upgrades, too. Yeah, they do. Because so, the passwords are, like, uh, character-specific. I wonder if they couldn't figure out how to fit all that memory. Like into a, all that data into a Because you'd have to split it up in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, that's sad because flipping uh, River City Ransom. Ra Ransom did it. Yeah. So, 
course, those passwords were huge. That could be it. Yeah, but I don't care. I don't either. It's River huh. City Ransom, man. <laughs> well. But gameplay, I think this is where we can compare it to Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Yeah. To me, and this is not giving away what I feel about this game in particular, but I absolutely adore and have went back to Zombies Ate My Neighbors multiple times mm-hmm. because I love that game. Even though it's on a it's a D pad over the top game, yeah. But they kind of do that one right. It feels right. The yeah. controls feel tight and perfect in that. They don't feel as good on this one to me. Yeah, like there are plenty of times, like you said, where we're trying to shoot diagonal, we would get killed. I don't remember that happened near as much on mm-hmm. Zombies Ate My Neighbors, but it happened mm-hmm. on here all the time. It comes with the territory, but it was it's a pretty darn tough game. Yeah, and I mean, I guess we just have to be honest. We tried three separate game over screens just to beat the first world. And we made it, was it the third level we made it to? Yeah. We probably could have made it further, but I have that need for uh I think we point. could have beat the first world if Johnny had not <laughs> yes. had to collect every gold coin. <laughs> but I just have that in me. But after our third game over trying to beat the third level, we're like, eh, I think we're done for now. Yeah. And that's when we started using the password just to see the other levels. And they all look the same. They do look similar. They look like labyrinthine indoor areas yeah. after that first forest area. That's a little disappointing, but not to be negative. Is there anything else you want to say about the gameplay itself? I can't think of anything. Oh, I will say, oh, real quick. This is a kind of a negative too. <laughs> well, we were super positive last week, so. We didn't play as all the characters. We played as four of them out of the six. Yeah. But one of the two that I tried, his special was crazy lame. <laughs> It seemed really lame. Yeah, just look at the map. You get a map. That's the special. The yes. special for his character, I think, is like something that you just get in a game nowadays. They just give you this thing. So but, my special was a bomb yeah. for the first character I chose. Yeah. yeah. Johnny's was a map. Yes. And wow. it, shows you, it shows you where the enemies are. Maybe, here's what I'm thinking, because it is a labyrinth type game. Maybe later on, it's important to know like where the, we should mention there's, I call them checkpoints. I think they call them totems or orbs or something. Yeah. There's these poles... <laughs> These slightly inappropriate poles that you have to shoot that have this pulsating ring that moves up and down. We won't describe it anymore, but yes. if you find it and you see what it looks like, then... You'll know. Yeah, you can be immature like us. I think maybe that's the point of that character, is they'll show you where those things are. I mean, maybe it does show you that in, like, uh, checkpoints or, yeah. and, uh, uh, like, little pickups and stuff that you can get them, or maybe keys, because that's another point. You're trying to get keys, too. Yeah. So, you maybe you're right. But when compared to, like, other people getting offensive... Weapon abilities. It's, it, feels it, feels, it feels lame. Yeah. Like, it got to the point where we were playing and Johnny had that character. I intentionally picked up all the specials. And yes. didn't, I didn't give him any because I didn't want to... His, his weapon was lame. And, and I didn't even get mad about it. Yeah. I understood. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> but, that being said... Final... You ready for... I'll the, go and get my review. I can go first. I made you go first last time. I'll go ahead. This is tough. I feel like I've been way more negative on this game. This is what I told... I said this. was the actual sentence I said to you. This game, to me, the score kept going down the more I played it. Because <laughs> that initial play where me and you are both on the screen are able to shoot stuff, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I enjoy that. The fact that it's two-player is amazing. And that's the only way to play this game, in my opinion. But all the levels kind of look similar. The aesthetic of the whole game just stays over it so much that there's no real diversity in the looks of the game. That kind of hurts it, in my opinion. <sighs> I don't know. This is tough. 
I don't know how much people usually love this game, but we put this game to a vote. We put this game, this is the game between this, what was the other one? Combat Cars. Combat Cars. Which was probably not fair at all. And this game won hands down. It wasn't even close. It was 11 to 3 for those that were following our voting. It wasn't even close. So this one won. So I was kind of going into this expecting, well, maybe this is a game that everybody's kind of liked. I just, I don't know. Like, I didn't hate it. But I absolutely did not love it either. I don't like if we never play this again. That's okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's not a bad game. It's not a bad game at all. It's well made. There's a lot of stuff I would have changed. But man, I don't know. I'm going to give this a five point five. I think it's above average. I like that it's two player. I like that they gave you plenty of characters to choose from because a lot of games don't even do that. You got six yeah. characters here, so that's cool. But the music is very blah to me at most. And it gets very tough, which is fine. But, you know, it's two-player and you're using a D-pad over top, so it makes it even tougher. 5.5, that's my score, and I feel that's very fair. It's above average. Just scouring the internet, I got a feeling this is a game that a lot of people love a lot more than we do. But I also see quite a few people that are like, no, it's just not that good. I don't know. I I think it just depends on... Apparently, it's a very uh, personal opinion kind of game. Um, that being said, I did like it more than you for sure, but I definitely don't like it as much as some reviewers seem to. Um, to me, the gameplay itself feels pretty good, so I'm going to give it high marks for that. My main negatives were just that the, the levels start to feel samey, um, and these top-down shooters, I still prefer your run-and-gun side-scrollers. So, but I, I did enjoy it, and I would come back to it as a two-player game. I'm going to give it a six and a half out of ten. Um, and to be honest, when we first started out, I thought it was going to be even higher than that. It's just kind of the level design that let me down a little bit. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, this might sound weird, but I think it kind of takes itself too seriously. With the whole storyline and all the upgrades, I know it's cool, but it's a really simple game in its core. And I think maybe they should just focus more on making the gameplay itself more exciting. Yeah, and have and just have some fun with yourself sometimes. But that being said, it is a solid game. A six and a half yeah. out of ten is a very you, solid game. Very you, above average. You need to have some fun with yourself like some of those checkpoints do. Yeah. <laughs> if you played the game, are we just, do we have bad minds? Or, I think we do. Uh, I need to look this up and see what it goes for. Yeah, I'm very curious. For me, this is Retro Bliss approved because it's more, it's more fun than frustrating. And here lately, that's our hallmark. Yeah. Some games we've played have been more frustrating than fun. Right. This one's more fun than frustrating. I would never play this by myself, but if you wanted to play again, I would probably give it another shot. And I did give it above a five, so it still makes it Retro Bliss approved. Yeah. So Trevor's looking well, at what Apparently it's there's for. a game called Soldier of Fortune for the sake of Dreamcast, but this is Soldiers of Fortune. Yeah. Yeah, get it right, eBay. <laughs> so in the box like mine is about twenty, twenty five bucks, with the manual about thirty five bucks. But the loose cart is about 15 bucks, which is pretty reasonable. Yeah, that's not too bad. I wouldn't pay for it, but it's worth trying. For $15, I think if you got somebody to play with, or if you like these overhead shooters, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Because it is very solid. But we didn't love it. Sorry. No, I'm not apologizing. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you so, take it So sorry. <laughs> Trevor, it's not your fault. <laughs> but, you know what is our fault? What's that? A commercial. That's right. Run it, please! Games that'll blow you away. Like Alex Kidd in Miracle World. And coming soon, Monopoly. Knockout games like Rocky. 
gangster town. A shift into more excitement with the arcade hit Outrun. Only on the Sega system. Sega. Run it, peas. I was trying to say please, but okay. peas came out. I'm just going to stick so with peas. So speaking of green beans. Yeah. Um, we're doing something a little different today. Yeah. Our bliss quiz, stay tuned for that, is going to be a little shorter. Yeah. Uh, because Johnny's lazy. I mean, because we wanted to do things differently. Well, we're both lazy. Yes. We just want to do something different. So, Johnny, what are we doing? We're calling this the Bliss Battle. Wow, yours is fancy. Well, we needed to do this, right? (laughs) Well, I take it back. You're not lazy. So, think of this as a tournament, right? Uh, we're each Trevor and I each came out came up with four characters mm-hmm. and each round is going to be one of my characters versus one of his characters we're each going to roll a die and the higher roll is the one who wins that battle and that character moves on it's tournament style so we each have four characters going to go against each other aka let's go for this first one Trevor well and just uh, what I was thinking of is who won't with you in battle like in a yeah because that's the theme of the game today so in a battle Johnny who would you want with you well my number one is Luigi Luigi. Yeah, not only does he catch Ghost, right? Uh-huh. Uh, but on top of that, he's got that icy stare that he just, mm. when he's driving a car. Like, he's a he's a very competitive man, and he's always felt like he's second fiddle, so it's time for him to step up, and I think he can do it. So I'm going with Luigi. Well, my first one, I picked Leonardo. Oh. For obvious reasons. I mean, he's got a sword. Yeah. But also, he's a human shield, basically. Yes. So he can protect me. He's, yeah, he's I got a shell. I yeah. don't, don't want to get shot. That's good. Thank you. So in this first tournament bracket, let's it's, see. It's Luigi versus Leonardo. Trevor, let's roll. Who wins? Six out of die. I got a two. I got a six. Leonardo moves on. Wasn't Leonardo has cut Luigi literally in half. Yep, he has. So, oh, no. So, All right, Trevor, my number two is Raphael. Oh, well. Specifically uh, from Ninja Turtles 3, Manhattan Project. It's a shame we didn't have those in the same bracket. But my number two is Samus Aran, uh, who, of course, can roll up into a ball. And shoot a uh, photon blaster at you. I kind of want to see this battle, to be honest I with you. I think that's would be a pretty good battle, because <laughs> yeah. Raphael will be like slicing the yeah. So here we go. Let's roll them. Oh, yeah. Five. Oh, no. Three. Raphael moves on. Oh, we're going to have turtles versus each oh, other. Oh, no. Samus Aran has a saw stuck in her shield uh, face mask. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> you my like number this, three, this Trevor, violence I'm adding. is my favorite Sonic character. Mm. And that, of course, is Tails Miles Per Hour. Uh, not only can he fly, but he's that pal that will always be by your side, and he's very, very loyal. So I went with Tails. So you went with almost from a heart perspective. Yes. I'm going from like practically. Uh, so I picked Olimar, who is the uh, human from the Pikmin series, and that's because he has dozens of these O L I M A R. That's close enough. He has dozens of these little Pikmin with him that he can just throw at you. I never played those games. And so me and Olimar run off all these Pikmin are sacrificing themselves for us. Well, let's see if Olimar can end Tails or Tails fly high enough. You ready? Let's roll. I went off the table. Dad gummit. You got a six off my foot, though. I see it. Is that a re-roll? That's a re-roll. I'm only saying it because I lost. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. Good podcasting here. I got a four. Trevor, as soon as he uh, gets his dice. Oh! No, he loses. The two. Uh, Tails I really goes want on. Olimar to survive. All right, Trevor, my number four. The last is, one. This is very specific as well. Okay. From WCW NWO Revenge, <laughs> it's Ric Flair with his deadly finishing move, the eye poke. Wow. <laughs> you remember his eye poke? Yep. <laughs> That's why I picked it. 
Well, I stuck with practical choices. I mean, practical as far as video game characters fighting with you. Yeah. I picked Star Fox because he's going to come yeah. in as R-Wing and we're going to just fly out of the battle. Okay. Yeah, yours is fair. I'm sticking with mine. Let's see who gets it. I got five. Dad gummit. All my good ones got killed. I got a three. All right. So who is it? Well, let's go down. Let's do uh, Tails versus Ric Flair first. All right. I think the turtle should be, uh, like, that's a main event right there. So, uh, do you want to roll for Tails or for Ric Flair? I roll for Flair. All right. So, you're going for Flair and roll for Tails. Let's go. Oh, Tails wins. So, Tails goes on. Do I have any? I have Leonardo's on. You got Leonardo, so that's yeah. who you're rolling for. Leo versus Raph. Leo and Turtle Raph. versus Turtle. Bro versus Bro. This is like our podcast right Leo here. Leo and Raph, come on. I need one left for the final round. I got oh, six. Oh, no. <laughs> this is, I'm rolling terrible. This is the best I've ever rolled. I never get this lucky. <sighs> so it's Raphael versus Tails. I win either way here. This works for me. Who do you want to roll well, for? Well, I'm rolling for Tails because Leonardo is the better turtle. Yeah, well, you say what you want. Four. Four. It's a tie. We got to re-roll. Come on, Tails. Three. No. <laughs> Trevor got a one. Raphael. Raphael wins. Cut Tails' tails off. Both of them. Well, to be fair, also, he's probably the only one that I had. That was legit. That was legit. That would be legit in battle. ever picking a fight? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, good job. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't do anything. It's all dice rolls. But we do have one crippled order of business left. That's right. It's a bliss quiz. Roll that beautiful bliss quiz music now. Because today, only I have questions. That's right. So what we're going to do is you play along at home to beat Johnny. There's going to be three questions, and it's the IMDB game. So I've gone to the website, imdb.com. I've looked up three movies related tangentially to Soldiers of Fortune. And uh, you're going to tell me the IMDB score. But here's the rule. It's Price is Right rules. So you can't go over, and you have to be within one. I'm going to be generous. Be within one? Oh, one full yeah, point. Yeah, I got you. Be with him one. Yeah. These movies are rated on a zero to ten scale by the users. The first movie, Johnny. I'm listening. Is Soldier. Okay. A 1998 action drama sci-fi movie starring Kurt Russell. It's a soldier trained from birth, deemed obsolete and dumped on a waste planet, where he's reluctantly taken in by a community of defenseless stranded wayfarers. Johnny with 1998 with 47,386 reviews on a 0 to 10 scale, what is the rating for Soldier? Is Kurt Russell, you said? Kurt Russell. 6.4. Johnny, you were within one. Oh, sweet. But you went over. Ah, oh, dang it. It's a six. Dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it. I decided to be a little tricky. Six, oh. you were very close. All right, that was close. All right, so if you played at home and you didn't go over, you beat Johnny. Yes. So. Right home to your parents about that. Your second movie... And when you're looking at your grandkids, you can say that one day I beat Johnny at trivia at guessing a, a score on an IMDb page. What's a page, Grandpa? I don't have time to explain this to you. You done? Yeah. Right. <laughs> the second movie is also from 1998. Uh-huh. And guess what? It's also called Soldier. <laughs> okay, I'm seeing a pattern here. <laughs> the story follows a young man who flees India and arrives in Australia seeking vengeance for something that started in India. I love that. It's very nonspecific. Yeah. <laughs> for something that started. In Australia, he meets and falls in love with the daughter of a rich and powerful man. The story keeps the covers... Oh, I don't even understand that. 
try to read it. The story keeps the covers on Bobby Dio's plan until the end when everything is revealed as why he is a soldier. That is very poorly written. Yeah. But I believe this is class this is two hours and thirty six minutes long. Holy cow. It's a nineteen ninety eight action drama musical. Okay. And I believe it's actually filmed in India with Indian actresses. Okay. And actors. And um uh, the music album was the third best selling album of the year. So this is very interesting. How many well, how many people oh, voted? Only two thousand and eighty five reviews. A zero to ten scale without going over, you have to be within one. Oh my gosh. Uh I'm gonna feel like most people love this movie for some reason. Especially if that soundtrack did that well. Uh, I'm gonna go with a seven point two. Johnny, you were within one. Did I go over again? You're exactly one away. It's a six point two. That gum it. And I just gotta show you this cover. Is that what you expect? Nope, not at all. <laughs> now for a movie called Soldier. He's it's a man and a woman, he has a saxophone. Looks <laughs> uh, like, was... like a Kenny G album cover. That's what it looks like. Don't even understand it. Alright. And Johnny, finally, your last one. I can do this. I can get one. It's Toy Soldiers. Uh, which is, is Robin Williams? No. Oh I don't with... think. No. But it does have somebody we both know. It's got a couple people. Is a... it's a it's a nineteen ninety one. Does that, is this like where action figures come to life? No. Dang it. So let me continue. I'm sorry. I keep. I feel this, like I know this movie. It's very much not what you're thinking. It's a 1991 action drama thriller. It is starring Sean Astin. Oh, I do know. Will Wheaton. Oh, that's two people I know. Uh, Arlie, oh. Ermy, and etc. Okay. So, it is when terrorists seize control of a boarding school, a group of troublemaking boys decide to resist them. I don't know this movie at all. Me either, but definitely Sean Astin. Because um, I see him there. <laughs> Can't take that away from nope. it. 17,630 reviews. Johnny, what do you give Toy Soldiers? Oh, 4.6. For the first time in this IMDb game, you have not gone over. But I didn't get within one of it. The real score is 6.5. Thank God. <laughs> so, playing along at home, if you scored even one point, you, you beat Johnny. Yeah, like usual. Congrats. All my luck went to that dice roll battle game. Yep. <laughs> and that really just leaves us with one order of business. That's right. And that is to thank our wonderful, wonderful patrons. Patrons. Patreons. Thank you. So we have the lovely Keith Jones. Thank you. Bradley sir. Boson. Thanks. Daniel Chavez. Thank you. Michael Thompson. Thank you. Timothy McGowan. Thank you. Andrew Coed. Yo, thank you. Caleb Dixon. Yo, it's the bad guy. Peter thank Panda. You. Ooh, Peter Panda. Anthony Mullen. Mullen Anthony. Jason Bennett. Bennett Jason. Christopher M. Scholes. Scholes M. Christopher. Jason Wilson. Wilson, comma, Jason. Keith Farnham. Farnham, comma. Dig Dougie. Keith. Dougie, comma. And Sean Fritz. Fritz, comma, Sean. Thank you all. You're awesome. Stay tuned for more hot Patreon exclusives. Stay tuned for more hot full-length RetroBlist episodes. I don't know. I don't like these adjectives. Um, Stay tuned for me going commando. Nope. Not what I was hitting at at all. Oh, okay. We're on different pages then. I want to play I want to play Crash Bandicoot this month, Johnny. What do you think? That's a good idea. That's a good idea completely. And you know what else I want to play? What's that? Uh, Mario Tennis Aces. Oh, let's do that now. Well, I think we should. Let's go do that, and maybe at some point in the near future, if you're a Patreon, you may find out what our thoughts on that game are. Yeah. Stay tuned. Leave us iTunes reviews.
Please? I wanted to get that in. Oh, should I? This is where we're supposed to bag. Remember, we bagged. Oh, yeah. Please leave us iTunes reviews. Pretty, 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 please. It's been a while since we've had a new one. It's been a while since you left it's us. It's been a while. Yeah, we should we should have stopped. Just begging. Erase the last 25 seconds. Or last hour and a half, however long this ahead. episode is. <laughs>